Hello friends, this is your host Alexis Mariah and I'm so happy that you're here sharing this moment with me. Welcome to this week's episode of Divine by Design. Hi, hi. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. I am Alexis Mariah and you're listening to Divine by Design, the podcast where I empower souls to recognize and embrace their inherent divinity through opening up meaningful conversations surrounding spirituality and mental health. I am on my own personal journey of healing and self-discovery, and I strive to be a student of all that I experience, so this is where I share what I'm learning in hopes that it can inspire other human beings on their own journeys. So whether you are new or you're a frequent listener, I am so honored and so deeply grateful that you are here. Today, I want to share a journey close to my heart The story of how I went from being a self-proclaimed homebody to feeling deeply connected to nature and to the practices like earthing. Recently, I embarked on a soul-stirring adventure (laughs) to the coast where I experienced such sacred communion with the elements. It was unlike anything I've ever experienced before. It was as if the entire universe had conspired to bring me to this exact place and time to remind me of my inherent connection to the earth and all of its wonders and creations. I found myself expressing my love and my gratitude to the sun in the morning and the moon at night, as well as all of the rocks and trees and dirt and sand and caves and and beautiful, powerful bodies of water that, that surrounded me. It was in these moments that I realized that I am not separate from this land, from this earth. Rather, I am an integral part of it. I am the entire universe embodied in human form, experiencing itself through the senses of this earthly vessel, this avatar. The idea that I was small or insignificant completely dissolved in the vastness of these sacred moments in nature were placed instead by a deep sense of unity and interconnectedness. As I wandered among the ancient trees that lined the coast, I felt a deep kinship with them, referring to them as my sisters and speaking to them as if they could understand my words. I found myself engaging in conversations with the unseen residents of the land, the little fairies and spirits whose presence I could sense all around me. In those moments of connection, I felt truly in tune with the rhythms of the earth, recognizing that I am a part of something far greater than anything I could ever truly comprehend. With that said, in today's episode, I want to dive deeper into how I've actually cultivated this connection with the earth 
and I want to discuss the different practices like earthing and mindfulness, meditation. We'll also discuss the healing properties of nature and how we can harness its therapeutic benefits to cultivate a sense of inner peace. And I also just want to discuss how we can be good guests in nature. I think that's an extremely important conversation to have. So if you're ready, I invite you to grab whatever you need to get cozy. I have my water. I have a little blanket. Get cozy, get comfortable, and let's get into today's episode. As a little girl, I was enchanted by the outdoors. I would spend hours just exploring, collecting rocks, picking flowers, immersing myself into imaginary worlds. It felt so natural for me to be outside all day until the sun went down. However, as I entered my preteen and teenage years and even my young adulthood, my my interest shifted as they typically do. I preferred to be in the comfort of my own house, specifically in my room, watching movies, reading books, chatting with friends, painting my nails, flipping through magazines, like all the all the little girly things. The urge to venture outside just disappeared, except for when I would lay out in the sun. I I've always loved being in the sun and just listening to music. That's always that's always a vibe. My mom, I remember, started to become a lot more outdoorsy around the time that I was, you know, a preteen and teenager. She hadn't really been very outdoorsy prior to um, her marriage to my stepdad, who is very much like a hunter and a fisher and like a, he's always outside. So they kind of cultivated this relationship where they were always going on, you know, camping trips and always going on these hikes and she would drag me along <laughs> to join her on, you know, her lakeside picnics or hikes or whatever. And I just remember feeling so resistant and like, ugh, like I'd rather just stay here at home, like while you go, like just let me stay home alone. And I always felt reluctant to leave the house. And when I would go along with her, I just, I don't think I could muster up the same appreciation for nature's beauty and serenity like I once could when I was just a girl. And that disconnection from from nature lasted until about two years ago, I would say, when I moved from the Bay Area to a tiny little town that was surrounded by hills and mountains and trees and deers and all the other little forest animals. I lived right down the street from this big like beautiful grassy park that had a creek and then down the street a little further there was a beautiful waterfall and I think I was also just going through my second or third spiritual awakening around that time so being surrounded by such natural beauty allowed me to rekindle a connection with the earth. One of the things I loved the most about living out there was that Away from the city lights, I could see the stars shining so brightly above me every night. I swear I could literally see the little like space like alien spaceships. Like I promise you guys, I was out there like seeing everything going on in space because of how clear it was. And it felt truly magical. 
in this environment, I found a sense of peace and belonging that I hadn't experienced in a very long time. Exploring all of the nearby trails and just taking in the beauty of my surroundings became a regular part of my routine, grounding me in the present moment and reminding me of the interconnectedness of all things. Then, as I mentioned in the intro and also in the most recent episode of the pod, I recently spent some time on the coast and it was an extremely beautiful healing experience. Sitting cliffside, feeling the breeze on my skin, hearing the waves crash on the shore, mm, I felt an intense connection with not only the ocean, but with the earth and all of its elements. Over the past couple of years, I've just undergone a massive inner evolution and transformation and part of that has been feeling more connected to nature. During my time on the coast, I felt so deeply grateful for being in communion with all of the elements. Despite the weather being unpredictable, I was up for any adventure. I was down finding finding freedom and embracing the elements whether it was cold and windy or rainy or muddy or whatever or sunny, these experiences made me feel so alive and reminded me of my place in the universe and of my connection to nature. They inspired me to explore practices like earthing, seeking to ground myself in the earth's energy, and just honor the bond between humanity and the natural world. So... Yeah, (laughs) I kind of want to segue into talking about earthing or grounding and how we can actually put that into practice. Like, what is it? How can we do it? It's a very simple yet powerful practice that involves connecting directly with the vibration of the earth, with earth's beautiful and buzzing energy. By walking barefoot on the ground, or lying in the grass or hugging a tree, you can literally absorb the earth's natural energy, which not only just feels so refreshing and rejuvenating, but has been proven scientifically to have so many health benefits. It's as simple as taking off your shoes and going outside, whether you're walking barefoot in the grass or just sitting by a little river or lying on the ground and feeling the earth beneath you, you are engaging in the practice of earthing. Simple as that. (laughs) Studies have shown that grounding can reduce inflammation, improve the quality of our sleep, boost our mood, even enhance our immune function. Like, what? (laughs) But perhaps most importantly, earthing can be a deeply healing experience. As we ground ourselves in the present moment and align with the rhythms of nature, We open ourselves up to a sense of peace and harmony that transcends the stresses of daily, like day-to-day life. In this state of connection, healing becomes not only possible, but inevitable as we tap into the infinite wisdom and healing power of the earth herself. I highly, highly recommend that you explore the practice of earthing in your own life and just experience firsthand the transformative effects it can have 
on your health and your spiritual journey and your well-being. Mm. There are other ways to deepen our connection with nature too, and we're going to talk about them. Let's let's unpack it, baby. First, mindful nature walks. I feel like I've talked about this in a previous episode. I cannot tell you which one, but go outside, <laughs> put your phone on do not disturb, put it in your pocket and actually take the time to feel <laughs> everything, engage all of your senses as you walk, notice the colors, notice the textures, notice the sounds and the scents around you, allow yourself to fully immerse in the present moment and appreciate the beauty that surrounds you that's literally it it's so easy peasy you guys Mm, another powerful practice is forest bathing or shinrin yoku a japanese tradition that involves immersing yourself into an actual forest to experience the healing benefits of the trees and of nature Simply being in the presence of trees has been shown to reduce stress, lower blood pressure, and boost our moods. Like, hello, go hug a tree. I uh, I was just in the forest recently, and I never wanted to leave. I literally was, like, touching all the trees. I was like, hi, sis. Like, oh my gosh, thank you for your beauty. Thank you for your oxygen. Like, oh my goodness. Just in complete awe, and I can tell you... <sighs> it elevated something within me. It brought something back to life. Like so, so healing. I just need you guys to go hug a tree. (laughs) Like right now I'm like, pause the podcast, go hug a tree, come right back. (laughs) Like, yes, so good. We also have nature meditation, pretty self-explanatory, but another effective way to deepen our connection with the natural world. All you have to do is find a quiet spot outdoors, Close your little eyes and focus on your breath as you listen to the sounds of nature around you. I love this. Just being in stillness in nature. There are so many little like buzzes and chirps and sounds and rustling and it's a magical, beautiful experience that I need you to experience, please. It will change your life and it feels almost as though nothing matters anymore. Like I recently posted a video on my Instagram. I was just sitting on this cliff at the ocean, at the coast, just giggling like a child because I was like, nothing matters here. Like, look at this ocean. She's so big and beautiful and powerful and feminine. And like, all of my problems are so small right now. Like, nothing truly matters here. It's about just allowing yourself to be fully present in the moment and let go of anything that's troubling you, any worries or distractions. Something that has also been just really transformative in my own journey is incorporating these nature-based rituals into my daily life. So this looks like, mm, this looks like greeting the sunrise and bidding farewell to the sunset. Like how romantic, (laughs) like literally we just need to romanticize our life a little bit. Like talk to the trees. I I like to perform moon ceremonies when there's a full moon or a new moon. I also just like to talk to the moon. Like you are shining so bright and beautiful tonight. Like hi Luna. So gorgeous. Celebrating the changing of seasons. Exploring the healing property of sacred plants and herbs. Like maybe a little microdose moment. Like these, these rituals help us honor 
the rhythms of nature and feel more connected to the earth. There are many, many ways to deepen our connection with nature. I just recommend that you play around with different different practices and just find which ones resonate most with your own personal journey and then find a way to make them a regular part of your life. I think I mentioned this in a recent episode, but even if you do live in a big city, there are still pockets of nature to be found. There's community gardens, botanical gardens, there's little parks and little, even trees that they just have planted like randomly, like babe, go find a tree. As we deepen our connection with nature, I do think it's important to consider the role that astrology plays. I'm big into astrology, so I was excited to talk about this in today's episode. In astrology, each zodiac sign is associated with one of the four elements. You might already know this, but for those who don't, the four elements are earth, water, fire, and air. And just as we nourish our bodies with food and water and and sleep and the things that we need for our physical vessels, we must also nourish our astrological elements to maintain balance and harmony within ourselves. So I'm going to break it down for you guys. For those with earth signs, I'm a Taurus sun, so my Tauruses, Virgos, Capricorns, grounding yourself, baby, and connecting with the earth is essential for your well-being. Like, get outside, spend some time outdoors, walk barefoot on the grass, tend to a garden. All of those things will feed your earthly energy and make you feel so good. For my water signs, Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces, you thrive when you're connected with bodies of water. So whether that's, you know, swimming in the ocean, swimming in a pool, just even being by the ocean, taking a bath, sitting by a river or a lake, just immersing yourself in water. That is what nourishes your emotional and intuitive nature. Now for my fire signs, Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, you guys are fueled by that fire, that passion, that creativity. So to feed your fire energy, engaging in activities that ignite your spirit help you to feel nourished. This could include high-intensity workouts, dancing, um, going on wild, spontaneous adventures that just set your soul on fire. That's what's gonna make you feel so good and so full. And lastly, For my air signs, my Geminis, my Libras, my Aquarians, stimulating your mind and fostering connections with others is key for you guys. So I'm a Libra rising. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. So engaging in intellectually stimulating conversations or activities and just spending time in open spaces where the air is fresh, where you can breathe and and where it's just invigorating you, that is what's going to help charge up your energy and make you feel just so full. So mm, when we can come to a place of understanding and honoring the unique needs of, you know, obviously our physical vessels, but also our astrological elements, we can cultivate a deeper sense of self-awareness and alignment with the natural rhythms of the universe. So whether you're grounding with the earth, immersing yourself in water, igniting your passion with fire, or stimulating your mind with air, honestly, or all of them, because right, we have a mix of of all the different elements in our charts. 
So just remember to nourish and nurture your astrological elements to maintain balance and harmony in your life. Yes, period. I I also wanted to touch on how we can be responsible guests in nature. As I'm sending you off into the forests, into the trees, as I'm sending you guys off into nature to go experience what I've experienced, it's important to ensure that we leave a positive impact on the environment. Being a good guest in nature is not only about enjoying its healing powers and its beauty and its wonders, but also about respecting and caring for it in return. It's that reciprocal energy, right? It's important to remember that everything in nature is alive, just as we humans are, from the tall trees to the tiniest of insects, Every part of the natural world is full of vibrant life and interconnectedness. This is why it's so important to be conscious and respectful in our interactions with nature. Our actions can and do have major effects on the delicate balance of our ecosystems. One of the most important principles of being a good guest is the leave no trace mindset. This means minimizing our impact on the environment by picking up trash, not leaving trash behind, leaving natural objects undisturbed, and respecting wildlife and their natural habitats. By following these principles, we can help preserve the integrity of natural spaces for future generations to enjoy. Another way to be a good guest to nature is by practicing the three R's, reduce, reuse, and recycle, baby. We've grown up hearing this in school, but I am here to remind you that minimizing our use of single-use plastics, opting for reusable alternatives, and just properly disposing of waste, of trash, of garbage, can help to protect the delicate balance of our ecosystems and reduce pollution in our natural spaces, which is already just such a problem. So just doing your part is so important. And I also feel like I need to mention when we're observing all the cutie little creatures that we encounter out in nature, it's so important to not feed them. Let's let's not feed them. Let's respect their natural behaviors. Let's keep a safe distance away and just enjoy their beauty from a distance. By giving wildlife the space and respect that they deserve, we can minimize stress and disturbance to their homes. Using eco-friendly products is another way to minimize our impact on the environment. I think this is an important, important one to discuss. When I think about this one, I think I think coral reefs. I think sensitive ecosystems like coral reefs. When you know you're going to be getting into the ocean, Please make sure that you are choosing a reef-safe sunscreen and reef-safe products. That and biodegradable toiletries can help to protect marine life and preserve the health of our oceans, which, as I already mentioned, is already such a big problem. So let's do our part. Lastly, respecting cultural and sacred sites is essential when traveling, when exploring new places, and it's also just part of being a good human being. This includes indigenous lands, this includes historical sites and sacred natural landmarks. 
By honoring these spaces with reverence and respect, we can preserve their cultural significance for future generations. As we come to the end of today's episode, I I just wanted to take a moment to reflect on the beautiful connection that we humans can cultivate with the natural world and the ways in which we can nurture and honor our relationship with Mama Earth. From the earliest days of our existence, humans have been so intimately intertwined with the rhythms of nature, finding solace and inspiration and sustenance in its beauty and bounty. Yet in our modern world, I think it's really easy to lose sight of this connection because we just can get so caught up in the hustle and bustle of daily life, which which is why I wanted to open up this conversation about the transformative power of reconnecting with nature through all the practices like earthing and mindfulness meditation. And also why I wanted to remind you of the importance of being mindful and respectful guests in nature, recognizing that every living being is an integral part of this intricate web of this experience. By practicing leave no trace principles, by reducing our environmental footprints and And by just joining in and supporting these kinds of conversations, we can all play a very vital role in preserving and protecting the precious ecosystems that sustain all life here on Earth. And let us not forget the sacredness and aliveness of nature, the profound interconnectedness of all living things, and the inherent wisdom and healing power that reside within the natural world. As we move forward... Hmm. My hope is that we carry with us a deep reverence for the earth and all its creations and may we strive to live in harmony with the rhythms of the seasons and with the different cycles of life. I truly hope that this episode serves as an invitation for you to take a moment to connect or reconnect with the natural world around you, whatever that looks like for you. Because it's in these moments of connection that we rediscover our place in the vast tapestry of existence. And we remember that we are not at all separate. We are not at all separate from nature, but we are nature. Mm. With that said, thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful journey today. If our conversation resonated with you, I invite you to subscribe to the Divine by Design podcast. Let's continue to grow our community together for any questions or comments, or if you just want to keep the conversation going, you can find me on Instagram or TikTok at Divine by Design podcast. Your messages and connection and interaction is truly cherished, and I Just absolutely love vibing with you all on those other platforms. And if you're curious to peek into my personal journey, you're welcome to follow me at Alexis Mariah with an extra H on all platforms. Your presence here means the world to me. And I am just sending you all of my love and gratitude always. May we continue to walk gently upon this earth with hearts open to the beauty and wonder that surrounds us. Thank you again. Goodbye.